0: Friday, September 16th, 2022. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Thanks for joining us this morning. Another beautiful day in the Midwest. We've had a nice string of sunny days, cool mornings. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. Put in your email address. We'll send you out a notice when a new episode drops All right, these are your top five headlines for this Friday. Let's start off with headline number five. CNN's Don Lemon moves from primetime to morning show. Washington Examiner CNN host Don Lemon will move to mornings later this year, ending his primetime show, Don Lemon, tonight. Lemon will join hosts Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins in debuting a new morning show, replacing current New Day hosts John Berman and Brianna Keillor. The move announced Thursday is the network's biggest programming shakeup since CNN executive Chris Licht took his position in May. Lemon said in a statement that the last eight years have been an incredible ride. From Fox News, Lemon considered a fan favorite by CNN devotees despite his trouble attracting an audience has been an outspoken critic of Trump and other conservatives. Last month, CNN canceled Stetler's Reliable Sources, a low-rated media show that regularly attacked non-liberal news outlets. Harwood and longtime CNN legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin have also been pushed out in recent weeks. Okay, well, it looks like a big shakeup over at CNN with Licht taking over the position. And now we have another fall from grace from prime time. Don Limon has moved to the morning shows. So it looks like the far-left radical media outlets have very low ratings. Not very many people tune into them, as we all know they're fake news, and move to the morning shows. So it's interesting how the pendulum has swung especially since Trump's been out of office because they have nobody to beat up and to try to get uh, viewers. And so you can see the reality of who they are, what they are. They're just uh, provocateurs, and they really have no real honest journalism or value when it comes to the truth. All right, headline number four, FBI agents accuse Biden of exaggerating white supremacist narrative. From the Washington Times, rank-and-file FBI agents are accusing the Biden administration of exaggerating the threat of white supremacists and pressuring agents to cook up domestic terrorist cases involving racist extremists. Current and former FBI agents told the Washington Times that the perceived white supremacist threat is overblown by the administration. They said top bureau officials are pressuring FBI agents to create domestic terrorist cases and tag people as white supremacists to meet internal metrics. The demand for white supremacy coming from FBI headquarters vastly outstrips the supply of white supremacy, said one agent who spoke on the condition of anonymity. We have more people assigned to investigate white supremacists than we can actually find. The agents' revelations coincide with President Biden's United We Stand Summit Thursday at the White House. The summit built upon the administration's push to root out racially motivated domestic violent extremists, which included the creation of a specialized Justice Department unit to combat domestic terrorism. From the National Review, during a theatrical summit titled United We Stand, themed to suggest that right-wing hate is rampant in the country... Biden said the White House is launching a new strategy to stop domestic terrorism, prevent people from being mobilized to violence and counter-exploitation of the Internet. Representative Jim Jordan, Joe Biden's holding a United We Stand summit today at the White House at the same time he's calling half of America extremists. Okay, so you can see how dangerous the Biden administration actually is. They're making strawman situations. They are creating unnecessary tension between whites and, and other minorities in our country by blaming white supremacists for radical violence, when in reality it's the complete opposite. We see the BLM movements and the Antifa who rioted all uh, last year, and now they're blaming white supremacists, which the FBI whistleblowers are now pointing out that this is not the fact, that they have actually too many people trying to find crimes that don't exist. This is totalitarian. This is right out of the Nazis. This is very dangerous, and the Biden administration needs to be called out, and the midterm elections are the only way we're going to be able to put a stop to this. And I hope everybody that hears my voice will get out and vote, put these guys out of business, because they have no right to be in there with their kind of rhetoric and their division that they're creating all across our nation. Again, Joe Biden is exaggerating the extreme idea that white supremacy is a big problem in America. All right, headline number three. Senate vote on same-sex marriage delayed until after the midterms. Just the news. The Senate will delay its vote on same-sex marriage until after the midterms. Wisconsin Democrat Senator Tammy Baldwin said... Thursday. Democrats had planned to hold a vote as soon as Monday on a measure which attempted to codify same-sex marriage over apparent concerns the Supreme Court will strike down laws that make such marriages legal. However, it appears after weeks of effort senators championing the measure cannot get 10 Republican votes to reach 60 to get the measure passed. NBC Senator Susan Collins, Republican from Maine, said Wednesday that the amendment language they were working on would make it very clear that the bill wouldn't legalize polygamous marriages or required churches to perform same-sex marriages. Okay, with the uh, Supreme Court being uh, much more conservative now, they're going after these, these ideas that were really not constitutional the fact that uh, same-sex marriage was legalized is really outside the realm of what's been the norm for hundreds of years, from the beginning of our nation's founding, even going all the way back to uh, Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago, that uh, man and woman are really God's design for creation. Procreation, if uh, everybody were same-sex, then uh, we would no longer exist. So it's not normal. It's outside the realm of what's considered common, and therefore the Constitution and the conservative Supreme Court justice needs to realign itself with the proper principles that represent a true man-woman relationship. After the midterms, I hope this is revisited. I think it's the next step that we need to take because it's very important that we follow the principles of the Creator himself. All right, headline number two, border encounters at historic numbers, even as Democrats insist border is secure. Katie Pavlich, since President Joe Biden took office in January of 2021, the White House and administration officials have repeatedly claimed the border is secure. They said this as millions of illegal immigrants with numbers hitting new and historic records month after month continued to pour into the country, severely overwhelming border communities. Today, a busload of illegal immigrants were dropped off in front of Vice President Kamala Harris's residence in Washington, D.C. Cheryl Atkinson, a graphic look at the record, out-of-control numbers in the current border crisis. Town Hall, illegal immigrants outside of Kamala Harris's residence. This morning, it's open, not closed. The border is open. Everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter. We come in free. So let's listen to uh, both sides of the story here, both from Kamala Harris and from the immigrants. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. And Vice President Harris uh, said that the border is closed Is the border closed? Do you believe that the border is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter, we come in free. Okay, there you have it. In their own words, that's Kamala Harris denying that the border is not secure, that it is secure. And you have an immigrant that's being interviewed directly telling us completely the difference, that it is open and everybody believes it's open, and everybody is pouring across the border. To give you an example, in 2020, there were 458,000 people that crossed our borders, and in uh, 2022, that's up to 2 million. So that's four times the amount of illegal immigrants coming across our border. This is a problem. It needs to stop. We need to put a stop to it in a little less than two months at the midterms. All right, headline number one. DeSantis sends illegals to Martha's Vineyard. Fox News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis followed through on his promise to drop off illegal immigrants in progressive states, sending two planes full of migrants to Martha's Vineyard on Wednesday. The office of Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker responded, saying it was aware of the situation and that the arrivals were provided short-term shelter. Dana Loesch. Wealthy Martha's Vineyard finally has to pay their fair share of what poorer border towns have been forced to deal with for years due to Dems' open border policies. Dems talk about sanctuary, but get all stingy and look down their noses when illegal entrants enter their enclaves. From the Babylon Bee editor, Joel Berry. I'm so happy to hear DeSantis is sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard. I'm told the people who live there are the wealthiest and most virtuous liberals on earth. They must be so excited to welcome such diversity into their community. Yeah, there you go. Give them a little taste of what uh, their open border policies have done to Americans all across this country, especially the border towns. Send them, send them up to Martha's Vineyard. Send them to Washington, D.C. Send them to New York. Send them to all these uh, liberal democratic cities, uh, Chicago. Send them out to San Francisco to where Nancy Pelosi lives. Let them uh, have a taste of it. I think one way of pushing back, and I I applaud uh, Governor Abbott and also Ron DeSantis for taking these steps to deal with the situation, which is completely out of control. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Friday. Thank you for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. We'll see you next Monday. Have a great weekend. God bless y'all. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.